Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Welcome back to the Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you. It's presented to you by Munganass Burkhard, Alton Toyota, and Munganass St. Louis Acura. BK and Ferrario at the top of the hour. Jeremy Rutherford right now. Morning, Jer. Morning. Hey, Tim, uh, I got to tell you this. I turned on TMA at about uh, 730 to mm-hmm. see if uh, you were in the studio today, if we'd be doing a hit on the balloon party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm, ex- I'm expecting to hear an episode from like January 2019 or something. Right, like yeah, replay, you can't it's a big month for us. And you're, you're talking current events. I'm, he's in the studio. We're going to be doing a hit today. Wow, this is unbelievable. Now, that, that to me, Jackson, if I were reading between <laughs> the lines on what's going on, is insinuating. <laughs> yeah, this Rutherford's got some gall. Yeah. There was some kind of insinuation there, was there not? I'm I'm not getting out on these roads. I can't believe uh, you guys jumped out there. Uh, Well, I kind of find HD2 to be a higher calling. And once a corporation entrusts you to be on HD2 radio, you have a duty, nay, a responsibility to reciprocate that to appear on a a station that, that airs on... 62% 62% of vehicles radios. Well, you guys sure did that. And if you saw the video of the fire truck, you know, you know why I'm not out there. Was that, was that in your neighborhood? That's I heard Jackson talking about his only fans page when he picked up the phone, talked to you. <laughs> it can't be too far. I recognize the, uh, the fire truck. I don't know if, how small town that sounds when I tell you I can recognize the fire truck. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, big time. Recognize a, a house or two. <laughs> hey, that was some great driving. That was some NASCAR driving by that uh, fire truck uh, captain. Yeah, he kind of Chevy chased it in vacation and then like pulled into a spot <laughs> when it was all said and done. 50 right, yards, Russ. Yeah, 50 yards. Yeah, and, and I'm, you know, I'm snickering here, but you know, no reason to snicker. That could have really been dangerous, but, uh, uh, you know, some great driving there, and I'm just glad that everybody's okay because that was some dangerous-looking video. Yeah, it's uh, it's making its way around the uh, the Twitter tweets, and I see it on the TMA fan page on Facebook for those of you who would like to uh, take a gander at what video we are talking about. Uh, Jr., you uh, you were uh, on the road this weekend. What what, uh, what age is your son playing playing in Chicago outdoors? I saw. Yeah, 10 U, we had an outdoor tournament. So unfortunately, gosh, you know, second annual Blues Hall of Fame banquet. Would have loved to have been there. I was at the first one, but I missed uh, this past weekend. And, you know, just looking at all the replays, it it looked phenomenal. Uh, But, yeah, I was in Chicago for an out-of-town tournament. My son's uh, 10 U. And uh, we won a tournament, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> Merrimack Sharks, Jackson, I'm telling you. I know you Merrimack monitor both the NHL and youth hockey in the St. Louis area. <laughs> Beware of these Merrimack Sharks. I have a feeling. Yeah. Nobody like uh, Ryan O'Reilly with the red hair on our team, Jackson, but uh, we you know, some young kids. So fun tournament. We, we got back last night and beat the uh, beat the bad weather. So thanks for asking. Good tournament. And unfortunately, missed the banquet. But gosh, anytime you get those guys in the room, Kachuk, McKinnis, 
uh, you know, Michael Ute this year, and I know they remembered Pavel Dimitra. Uh, Iggy, not a fan, I heard, of uh, Dimitra getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, that uh, was an observation that I didn't necessarily see coming this morning on TMA. Uh, But then again, that's just the magic of the program is that sometimes... (laughs) You don't know where the program will necessarily go. But, uh, yeah, the, the Walter uh, Kachuk telling stories, because he loved, I mean, absolutely loved Pavel Dimitra, and I would imagine many Blues fans are aware of that, uh, and the special relationship that they had, him telling stories, and that whole group together. And I don't know if a team feels pressure or some kind of subconscious responsibility when you have, um, you know, a player who's now a member of the Blues Hall of Fame's widow. She drops the puck for Braden Shen and TJ Oshie before things get underway on Saturday, and you have that Hall of Fame weekend going on. It certainly would add to a wonderful narrative if it is true, because the Blues may have played one of their best games of the year in those circumstances on Saturday night. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And, uh, you know, with Demetra going into the hall, I think he's more than deserving. Uh, you know, he's seventh in points. And how about this, uh, the stat that's been floated around the past couple of days, second in game-winning goals in franchise history behind Brett Hall. So pretty phenomenal. And I do think, you know, I can't say this because I'm just one of, what, 15 or 16 members on that voting committee, that I think with the hall starting two years ago, that uh, we're going to start early and then kind of work your way back. So you're going to see the Alexander Steens and then a lot of guys from that 2019 Stanley Cup uh, get in eventually. But I think, you know, they start from the early years and then move forward. And then with Demetra uh, and his wife being in attendance the other night, dropping the puck, what a great moment in Blues history right there. And then the team, which hasn't always done that, Tim, I don't know if you remember back to uh, the night they retired, Brett Hall's number 16, he and his dad are on the ice. You know, hey, old man, take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you are. Mm-hmm. The song's going on. And and the team laid an egg against Detroit. And That's so they don't right. Always, That's right. I forgot about that. After these things. But they played a great game the other night all around, like Drew Bannister said afterwards. Probably the best effort since he's been there in that 3 nothing shutout. So uh, outside of uh, the obvious, when you get that kind of goaltending, from uh, Jordan Bennington, that's certainly going to help your cause. Uh, there were a variety of different parts of that game. I mean, you're, you're checking boxes left and right, and I, and maybe that's a source of frustration for people. Maybe it's a source of just optimism, going, yeah, I didn't really have high expectations for this year, and now look what they were able to do, bouncing back and performing like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I thought that the, the response they had, Tom Wilson, uh, the PK now tied for the lead, at least it was as of Saturday night. I don't know if that's changed in the last 24 hours. Ten uh, penalty kill goals now, shorthanded for the Blues. Uh, and you know, across the board, it just was, you're going, okay, well, this team, if this team shows up, you know, 75% of the time, the remainder of the season, I'd like their chances to get in. But you compare it to the two performances against the Flyers and the, the Capitals earlier in the week, and you'd go, well, that team doesn't have any chance of, of cutting into the deficit to get into the wild card. So it speaks, I guess, to the consistency, something that we talked about from the beginning of the, of the season, your observation. Yeah, Tim, I think you could check every single box with that win Saturday night. I've watched the game, the replay, and I mean, from the uh, from the, the forechecking, I just watched a shift here in the second period with Robert Thomas, Pavel Buchnevich, and Jordan Cairo. You know, they had it in the zone for 40 seconds, and, and all three of those guys ran on the forecheck. I mean, that's just one area. You know, the PK, three for three with the shorty. Yeah, that's number one in the league. Uh, 10 this season. The Blues are tied with a couple teams atop the list. You get the power play goal late in the game. You know, Shen had the uh, goal he's struggled. So you could check every single box. Now, big picture, Tim, I think you go back to something you and I said 
several months ago, I think it was, is that you're gonna. This is the type of team you're gonna see. You're gonna see them be have these proud moments, proud games where they can't come out and play hard. But the consistency thing is gonna be tough. You know, not only because of the margin of error and they're gonna make mistakes, but you know they're just not as talented as some teams in the league. And and you know, can they keep it up? Drew Bannister asked that question. Can we sustain what we did Saturday night? You know, so that remains to be a scene. Scene. I look at this team and I see a team that. You know, they can win a game, win a couple games, look pretty good doing it, kind of tease you. You know, then they're probably going to lose a couple. So I think it's going to be a battle to the end. Still think there's a chance to get in the playoffs, but they've got some ground to make up with the teams and the points ahead of them. Jeremy Rutherford, our guest here on Balloon Party. This is 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you on the program. JR, the trade deadline, Friday, March 8th at 2 p.m. St. Louis time. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know if you are in the mode yet of Scout Watch. Is there, are, are we on Scout Watch? Scout Watch took place last <laughs> week because Craig Berube was actually scouting I'm for the bad. Blues. Um, but I was curious about uh, anything. Is do you start going? Okay, maybe this is the time where we start keeping an eye on the press box and scouting. Yeah, first I got to say something about that Baruby sighting in Philadelphia. My friend Kevin Curz, who covers the Flyers for the Athletic, texted me and said, "Hey, Baruby's here, scouting for the Blues." And I thought about this relationship Doug Armstrong must have with these coaches that he lets go and fires because. He does that with Ken Hitchcock, and now Hitchcock's working for the organization as an advisor to the head coach. And so you have a situation now with Bruby, and granted, he's getting paid for another year. Uh, but hey, uh, we know we uh, let, had to let you go, but uh, you think you could check out that Flyers game? <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that pop up as well, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. How about that? <laughs> it's something. Hey, as far as Scout Watch, that's a funny thing. It really is because the reporters get into it and say, hey, there's 13 scouts here, including scouts from the Rangers, the Islanders. Um, you know, I, I get into that a little bit, but I think it's funny, too, because there's two scouts, Alex Brooks and Neil Komodowski, who are at every single Blues game for their respective teams, the Canucks, uh, Komodowski, and the Blackhawks for uh, Alex Brooks. And it's funny because uh, once these names of the teams get out there, they'll say, oh, Vancouver, Chicago, who could the Blues get off yeah. of those rosters? And it's like, well, if these guys show up every night. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to be getting there. We're 20 games, 20 Blues games away from the uh, trade deadline. We'll see what happens in these last five. Tim, you look at this, you got uh, Calgary tomorrow night, and then you got back-to-back Vancouver and then Seattle. Vancouver, out of the last five opponents the Blues have before the All-Star break, is the only one that's uh, playing well. The other four, including Columbus and L.A., which we'll see at home when they get back from this Western Canadian road trip, are scuffling a little bit. So, you know, if the Blues can win... Uh, let's say four out of these uh, five down the stretch, three out of these five, and put themselves right there. You know, I, I still think that Doug Armstrong's going to probably uh, either stand pat or sell off a little bit at the deadline. We'll see what happens, but you never know if they put themselves in in decent shape here before this break, and then in the last uh, what fifteen games before the deadline, uh, I think it could be a situation where. Try to see if you can make the playoffs. Do whatever you can do. It's ten fifty nine, which means we got to go. And Jackson had a couple things that you, I know, wanted to to get into from your observations with the Blues and Capitals. But we're going to have to sit on those for next Monday, Jr. So uh, you kind of dodged uh, dodged Jackson's yeah, line of questioning yeah. here. Barbara Walter questions that come in there. <laughs> That's right. Jr. Always appreciate the conversation. Thank you so much, and once again, congratulations to the Merrimack Sharks. Ten U boys. 
All right. Thanks, buddy. Talk there is. Later. That's Jeremy Rutherford with us here on Balloon Party. Jackson and I are heading back down the hallway to do QFTA. That stands for questions from the audience. And that means you can send in a question. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com will be on YouTube.com slash TMASTL, especially for those of you just hanging out at home today with the roads being icy. Come on in and partake in the fun and games if you would like. It's the Tim McKernan Show podcast. BK and Ferrario are up next. For Jackson Burkett, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.